Hello and welcome back to Moments with Moni. This week's episode will be about practical helps for the home and the heart, including an original song at the end of Moments with Moni. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here again. It's been another crazy week, hasn't it? I've been praying for you, though, and asking God to help us to make the most of the opportunities that he lays before us and to use our time wisely. The reminder at the end of last week's episode was, this too shall pass, but it doesn't look like it's going to pass too quickly. I think we're here to stay for a while. As I sit here, I am enjoying a cup of medicinal tea. I have some fenugreek seed tea in my cup my beautiful cup from my son and daughter-in-law that I got for Christmas. It's an Alice in Wonderland cup with a uh, specially made cup by someone on Etsy with a quote on there from here. Oh, let me read it to you. Why sometimes I've believed as many as six impossible things before breakfast. My son knows my ENFP tendencies, so I'm sure he had fun finding this one for me. They're beautiful, actually. I'll have to find out who made them and share it with you. I hope you've been enjoying your time sequestered by choice. I'm one of those in the higher risk group, so I am choosing to stay home. And I'm going to share some things that I've really enjoyed the last few days. And that is sunshine in North Idaho and hearing the neighbor children in their yards out there playing and giggling and running. It's just good to hear voices out there again after a long winter in the midst of all the deep beginnings of the virus, the coronavirus, we had a blizzard as well. I'm enjoying keeping the house clean, putting on some music. I like to listen to um, soundtracks like Pride and Prejudice, the old one, the A&E version, the six-hour version, and then also maybe Sense and Sensibility, and I think that's it on movie tracks. I'm not a big movie person, but anyway, it just sets the mood for the house. I have my humidifier going, enjoying different scents of oils that I have in there for different reasons. I like lavender. I have orange, frankincense, tea tree, rosemary, peppermint, and a few others that I can't think of right now, but it's nice to have different scents going through the house. Adding the humidity to the house is really helping because we've had the heater on during this blizzard time and it's really dried out the air, which is not good. I'm just... I just know that it's better for my skin if I leave it more humid in here. I'm also using coconut oil as my moisturizer because it's natural. I try to stay away from the chemicals. And if you're like me and live up in the northern colder climates, if you put some of that coconut oil into your KitchenAid and whip it up and make it fluffy, it'll actually stay that way and it won't be a hard clump that falls apart and drops as you're trying to use it. I had a few friends check on me and offer to pick up a few things, and I am so thankful they did because they found some butter for me. And now I get to go for a drive tomorrow, and they're just going to drop it in my car. Very, very much a big blessing to find something that's available that we were out of. So I am very blessed by friends and family, and I'm trying to help where I can as well. I hope those around you are trying to help you, and you are trying to help them. 
I hear our grocery stores are trying to restock. So I know I've tried to order some things online and people have tried to pick things up for me, but they're not available right now. I'm sure they will be soon. I'm not panicking. It's okay. Let's just calm down. There are so many things that we could be doing to help our families by nurturing ourselves and nurturing them. It's nice to have a home that is a sanctuary. It may not feel that way when you've got lots of kids at home right now. We homeschooled in the past, and it's been a blessing to have them at home all those years ago. Now they're grown men and taking care of families of their own. Times were tough when we were raising them, and, you know, they didn't think of it as the tough times. In fact, they had conversations with us when they got older saying that when those times were tough, and they didn't know it at the time, but when we all stayed home and I made a pot of chili on the wood stove with biscuits that were staying warm on there as we went for a walk around the neighborhood, they enjoyed those times. It was definitely a time to be frugal, so I'm trying to remember some things that we did during that era of frugality, which would be good to take a lesson from and a reminder from again today. One of the things that I did back then was plant a garden, although now I can't do that. It's just too cold yet, so I want to put out some microgreens on the kitchen counter. I have some beans, some lentils, and chia seeds, fenugreek seeds. I have some whole peas and even some sunflower seeds that are not roasted. I like to soak those for a little while and then plant them in a little shallow pan of dirt or even grow them in water to make either hydroponic veggies or microgreens. I love the microgreens because you can mega pack a whole bunch of pea seeds or sunflower seeds, those are my favorites, in a little bit of dirt and let them grow a few days. Might take a little longer than that, but soak the seeds first and then plant them in just a little bit of dirt and snip them off to enjoy in salads. They are packed with flavor and nutrition. Just check your cupboards, see what you have down in there that's been hanging around for a long time. The lentils still sprouted, they did vine, peas, sunflower seeds I've had for years and years and years, and just use a little at a time, and they are still good. So, depends on how you store them, I suppose. Anyway, that will be a little bit of nutrition to supplement what is already in the fridge. And speaking of that, another frugal way of taking care of things is to go through your fridge now and try to cut up and freeze what you can so that it will be available for later, either in smaller portions or as a whole. That way you can make everything stretch if we need to. You can do all these things with the kids at home. In fact, I'm sure they'd love to help you play in the dirt and plant seeds and watch for them to pop up out of the ground and eat them. They can actually eat something that they grew in their own house. How cool is that going to be for them? And I'm sure that there are other good things that they could learn while they're at home, like how to sew a button on, how to take the trash out, how to be part of a family. Good time for story time, too, when the kids are around. Don't always have to watch movies or, well, can't really go to the park or shouldn't really do those things right now while trying to stay apart. Another frugal tip was saving all the leftovers separately in a baggie or wrap them up in plastic somehow and keep them in the freezer so that you can put them all together in a different way in the future. Sometimes maybe just leftovers in a crock pot to make a soup. 
be creative. It also might be a good time to pick up a hobby that you've always wanted to do. Maybe you've always wanted to learn how to bake. You could bake your own bread and have the kids help. I'm sure the kids would enjoy helping eat it. And of course, it's good that we would check on our neighbors and share any of these things that we might have in overabundance in these different times. My hope is that you are able to use some of these helpful hints for the home. And I'd like to continue with some helpful hints for the heart. A good use of my time for my heart is to continue reading my Bible. I have a Bible program. I'd like to go through at least a proverb a day. There's 31 of them. So if you take one each day, you can read them all in one month and then start over again. I also like to read a few of the Psalms each day and then also something from the New Testament and something from the Old Testament to get a big picture of what God's Word says. Now this is just my Bible reading. It doesn't take that long to read a little bit of that each day. And then there's time set aside to study more in depth a passage of scripture or something that God lays on my heart or go through a whole book and dig deep or a whole verse and dig even deeper. Sometimes a verse will catch my attention and I may read it over and over again for a week and think about it, meditate on it. What is it really that God is trying to tell me through this verse? God has a way of speaking through mankind, humankind, all through the generations. I'm thinking specifically of Psalm 139. Psalm was written by David during a time that he was going through some very difficult times. Oh, wow. Aren't we going through the same thing now? Yes. God's word is active and living. It wasn't just for those people way back then. It's for us as well. It speaks right to our heart and can give us exactly what we need because his message is in there. His good news is in there. He's got something for you. In fact, that happened to my husband and I when we were reading through this psalm, oh, many years ago. In response to the psalm, a song of our own came out. God tells us to sing a new song to him. So we wrote some similar lyrics to this psalm and put it to music. And I'd like to share that with you today and hope that it gives you some encouragement, speaks to your heart. Psalm 139 starts out with, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know me when I sit down and when I rise up and you understand all of my thoughts from far away. You surround my path as I'm lying down And you're acquainted with all of my ways. You're before me and behind me. You laid your hand on me. All this knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's too high. It's just too much. I cannot attain it. I can't understand it. If I go from your spirit, where am I going to go? Where am I going to run to? If I run all the way up to heaven, if I could, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, you're going to be there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand will lead me and your right hand will uphold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yes, the darkness hides not from thee. In other words, God knows everything about us and there's no way or nowhere to hide from him. 
The author David ends the chapter in, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way of everlasting. He lays his heart before God and asks him to expose anything that is wrong inside of his heart. Change him from the inside out. Time for a heart check, I guess. Will we surrender to our king, to his leadership? Do we consider him all-wise, or are we going to hang on to our own ways? During troublesome times, these things kind of bubble up to the surface, and it's a good thing to take a deeper look. So as you listen to the song ahead, I pray that God speaks to your heart, and you let him do his work within you. Oh Lord, you have searched me. Thank you. 